What up, yo? Welcome to the Fantasy Knockout Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Shannon. Today is Wednesday, October 10th. Week 6 waiver wires. Here we go. First, I want to say, wow, that Monday night game was awesome. Well, I mean, if you were a Saints fan, it was. If you're a Redskins fan, I'm sorry. That was just a poor game by the Redskins. Uh, but congratulations to Drew Brees. The N- the all-time NFL passing yards record was broken. Good job, Brees. It was done on a nice <laughs> wide-open play. Traycon Smith open, takes the ball to the house for 62 yards and the touchdown. Kind of a cool play just to watch. My wife and I, Michelle and I, were just sitting there watching it. It was it was pretty neat just going, and I told her, I go, that that just broke the record. She's like, wow, that's that's a cool play to do it on. So good job, Drew Brees. They had definitely have something special down there uh, with him. That's 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 really cool. I just you know you don't see all that you don't see that happen all that much. So you know, congrats, good job, Saints, good job, Drew Brees. All right, where can you find the show? You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. And also on the website, fantasyknockout.com. Got the week six rankings going up today. You're not gonna want to know, you're not gonna want to miss out. You want to see which players that start over who. Check it out. A lot of stuff on there. Also, if you have a question too, ask a question on the site. I'll be happy to answer them for you. So that's the website is fantasyknockout.com. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at fantasyknockout and on Instagram at fantasy underscore knockout. Let's get into the news. News with views and to start it off, late Monday night, Eagles, they placed their stud, I guess you can call him that, uh, running back Jay Ajayi on the a- on the IR with a torn ACL. His season is done. Uh, So what does that mean? Corey Clement and Wendell Smallwood. Yep, those are the running backs there you're going to be wanting to go after. We'll get more in detail in uh, the waiver wire section. So next we got running back LaShawn McCoy of the Buffalo Bills. The Eagles also have reached out to the Bills about acquiring McCoy. That would be interesting. They kind of did that last year um, when they acquired J.H.I.E. Um, there's a lot of rumors on Twitter about maybe Le'Veon Bell going to Philadelphia. I personally, just want, just knowing how Philly works and stuff like that, I don't see Bell going there. I mean, there is there's always a chance, but uh, Philly's just they're, they're they typically don't spend that kind of capital as far as a trade pick or even the money on their running backs like that, and they also don't have the cap room next year yet either. So, uh, as of right now, it's just rumors about Le'Veon Bell going to Philly. I see McCoy. That makes more sense to me. But, again, Philly's going to need something. So, just, you know, if you pick up a Clement or Smallwood, just know it's still going to be a running back by committee there. And they could still bring someone in. So, it's not a locked and loaded, um, you know, start running back starter. Uh, Next, we got running back TJ Yeldon of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He remains the guy with Fournette out. And there's reports that Leonard Fournette is going to be out until or out through the week nine bye. So please make your accommodations now. You're not going to have Fournette for week six, seven, eight, or nine. So the next four weeks. So 
I know personally me, I just acquired Fournette in a trade knowing and and I expected him not to be back until then. So I have it working out on my team fine. I could make the move. Um, also, speaking of Jacksonville, they, they picked up a guy. They signed Jamal Charles to a one-year contract. Right now, I just see that as roster depth for them. I mean, Charles still had decent yards per carry last year with Denver. He might see the field a little bit here and there. I don't see him taking over and being being a workhorse or anything. It's still Yeldon's, um, you know, he's Yeldon's the first guy there, first man up. And then, you know, Charles is just a backup. And then when Fournette comes back, it's definitely his reign. So uh, running back, Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants. He did not need any special treatment this week after taking an awkward fall at the end of the game when he dove for that touchdown. That was a cool play. I personally did not like that play because that touchdown right there put me out of winning in one of my main leagues that I desperately, desperately needed to win. So uh, I just actually I didn't like the 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 end of that game, the Carolina and Giants game. Man, oh, I was going against Barkley and McCaffrey, and they both scored touchdowns late in the the end of the game. Got a lot of yards through that, you know, trying to win the game there and. Uh, it, it ended up costing me my my win, my desperate needed win in my one of my money leagues. So, little little peeve there, but they both had a fantastic game. Feel confident with Barkley. Feel confident with McCaffrey going forward. A uh, little bit of news: tight end Evan Ingram of the New York Giants, his knee he is still out for Week Six. He's got the short week with the Thursday night game. There was rumors that he might be ready to go, that he was practicing and could be go good to play this Thursday night. Not going to happen, so still have him out. Um, Next, we got running back Darren Sproles of the Philadelphia Eagles. He's still got the hamstring, did not practice Tuesday. Appears that he will not return this week. Um, That's been the case for the last couple weeks now, so nothing new really there. Um, This one was interesting. Running back Adrian Peterson of the Washington Redskins um, was thought to have a dislocated shoulder but he's seeking a second opinion on his strained shoulders, what they're calling it now. But he expects to suit up for week six. So what does this mean? Here's the thing. Adrian Peterson is going to play whether his shoulder is dislocated, whether it's strained, whether it's whatever. He's still going to play through it because he's a stud. And Washington really doesn't have any other option there. Um, so if you got Peterson, I don't, I'm not fond of playing him all that much this week just he hasn't been doing all that hot lately with him being banged up he's you know he's just getting older um he's not the adrian adrian peterson that we all know him to be uh quarterback deshaun watson of the houston texans is day-to-day with a chest injury but they expect him to play week six i don't think he's ever in question to play i would still roll deshaun watson and all those receivers there. I like I like Houston. They're they're looking good now. And then this one was kind of interesting. The Rams, they lost two receivers in the middle of the game with concussions. And that is Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup. And so that's why Robert Woods had a fantastic day. And in that all the new guy, Josh Reynolds, he filled in fantastic. He he looked solid there. It just seems like McVay just knows how to use all of his players to the best of their ability. So uh, Brandon Cooks still in the concussion protocol, uh, and same with Cooper Cup. Both both of them, Sean McVay, Sean McVay says he's hopeful 
that they will be cleared and ready to play this week. So it's all how they just progress through that protocol. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, we'll definitely hit that on the out and in section uh, later this week. And then the last little bit, wide receiver T.Y. Hilton, Indianapolis Colts. He's got the hamstring. He still remains week to week. Okay, so that one scares me because it's not day to day, week to week. I don't think he's playing this week. I think he's still going to miss. I also think Jack Doyle, the tight end there in Indy, he doesn't look like he's going to be ready. So that means a Chester Rogers is is a, is a nice sneaky play again this week, or definitely start your Eric Ebron. You know, you were happy last week with that. I see that happening again. Main event. All right, let's kick it off. Thursday night game real quick. We got Philadelphia and the Giants. Got a, got a bunch of banged up players there. That's going to be a fun one. That's always a fun a fun rivalry match. So, uh, you know, you're going to want to start your Wences and Alshon Jeffrey and and uh, Corey Clement and Wendell Smallwood. Um, and then on Giants' side, you're starting Odell and Barkley and, and Evan, not Evan Ingram because Evan Ingram's out, but um, Shepard, uh, you'll be starting those guys. So your main guys are starting in those games, That in that game, Thursday night game. That'll be a fun one to watch. Um, let's so let's get right into it. waiver wires. We got some, let's talk some tight ends. Main one out there, number one is Cameron Brait, tight end. He's thirty percent ESPN, fifty-two in Yahoo. He's coming back off of his bye, which is fantastic. So you don't have to sit through any more bye weeks. He's also got his quarterback, Jameis Winston. He's back now. He's the starter this week. Winston loves Brait. Uh, Howard is still out, and Tampa Bay is playing. Let me see. Atlanta. Oh, my gosh. That's such a juicy, juicy mashup. So feel confident starting Winston and Brait this week. You'll you'll enjoy that stack. Um, also, tight end-wise, Greg Olson of the Carolina Panthers. You know, he had that foot injury in the beginning of the season. He's reported to be moving and running and becoming, you know, game ready. They're saying he could play this week. Here's the thing. If you have the roster space, Pick him up because he's a big name, and if he goes out there, he could produce and be great, especially in this horrible tight end, you know, where there's no tight ends available and nobody fun to own anywhere. Uh, Greg Olson's a nice name there. If he has a monster game, great. Uh, But he's also very highly um, able to re-aggravate the injury again with his foot, so he could be going out just as quick as he's coming back. But you want to take that chance. If he's available, pick him up. Like I said, he's about 70% owned. So take that chance, pick him up, stash him, play him this week. And if it works out, great. You got to, you know, spot fill in for a tight end. Or you could try to trade him because he's still got a name value. So if he has a solid week, trade him for somebody who, you know, package trade him. I don't know, for Nertz or, uh, or Kelsey if you can. Uh, and then the last bit, we want to talk Evan Ingram of the New York Giants. I know, I know, he's not playing this week. Here's the thing. He might have been dropped in your league. So keep an eye out because he is, again, 70% owned right now. He is a big name. When he comes back, he'll be worth the stash if you can afford to pick him up on your bench. So hold on to him. You'll like Evan Ingram going forward. But right now, don't play him this week because he is out. All right, let's talk some running backs. Main guy this week, we're going to go Alfred Morris, the San Francisco 49ers. He's about 55% owned in ESPN and Yahoo. Uh, The reason we're going Morris is because Matt Breida, he's out with a high ankle sprain. 
it's what three weeks in a row. Breed has just been banged up in the middle of that game. Looks like he's you know done and whatnot. So Alfred Morris is going to get the nod this Monday night against Green Bay. He's the only guy there left. You know, um, Jarek McKinnon's gone. Breed is going to be out for a couple weeks. So Morris is a guy if you need a running back to start, feel free to call, feel free to start him. He's going to get a nice workload. All right, let's talk some Philadelphia running backs. We got Corey Clement and Wendell Smallwood. Um, Clement's about 50% owned, and Smallwood's about 45% owned, so about the same. Um, if they're available, my first choice is going to be, I mean, if you need a, need a guy running back this week and this week only, Smallwood's the guy because he's healthy. Clement is a little dinged up still, um, so he might be eased back in. But I see Clement. Clement's the more talented running back there. They trust Clement a little bit more than they do Smallwood. So if you're going to use, you know, in the next couple weeks or need a running back for the next couple weeks or whatnot, Clement is the guy. He, you're going to want to play him or, or pick him up. Um, you know, I, I just like Clement more than I do Smallwood right now. Again, like I said, he's the more talented running back out of the two. And then let's talk two more running backs real quick. We got Ronald Jones of the Tampa Bay Bucks. This one's more of just a pick up and stash and see see what happens. Uh, he's about 25% owned right now in leagues. And the way I, I know I was not high on him at the beginning of the year, I even drafted him in one of my leagues and then dropped him week one because he just wasn't doing it. But here's the thought, okay? Ronald Jones is is the Tampa Bay running back. They're not doing anything running the game running the ball there in Tampa. There's just absolutely no run game. Uh, they got Winston back. So they're kind of changing their whole game plan. That first couple weeks there with Ryan, with Fitzmagic or Fitzpatrick is was just aired out, right? So I think they're going to want to try to slow the game down a little bit more. Winston still throws for a ton of yards, doesn't doesn't throw all that many touchdowns yet, but um I could see them trying to work Ronald Jones in. I mean, they spent a high draft pick on him. They're going to want to try to see what they do have with him. And he is, as of right now, he's the future in the running back, you know, for, for Tampa Bay. So, not you know, if you have the roster spot and you need a, a stash for maybe, you know, a running back that could turn into something, he's not a bad not a bad pickup. And then last, we got Mike Davis of the Seattle Seahawks. He looked good this week, and that was because Carson was, you know, banged up, nicked up. Um, I, it's going to be a committee up there. You're going to have Chris Carson and Mike Davis going back and forth. Um, Carson is the lead guy there. Davis is def, def, definitely the next man up, but Davis is also getting it done too. So, you know, if you need a must play, uh, Mike Davis, you got Seattle going to London this week against Oakland Raiders. Oakland has been giving up the run a little bit. So if you need a must play this week, you know, or just desperate play. Mike Davis, not a bad pickup. All right, let's talk some receivers now. Um, we got Geronimo Allison. I'm going to go with the, the the guys I like most, the guys that I would put at the top of my priority to be adding to my team. Geronimo Allison, Green Bay Packers. I know you guys are asking or saying, he didn't play at all last week, Mark. He had the concussion. I know. But here's the thing. He's about 50% owned right now. If he's available, he's the guy I like going forward because it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers throws quite a bit of touchdowns. He has that upside there, and Allison looked good. Um, then we can also talk Marquez Valdez-Scantling. 
he filled in very nicely for Allison and Cobb when they both didn't play last week. And Adams and uh, Valdez Scantling looked good. Um, so here's the thing is if Allison is back, the, the, the pegging order for the Green Bay Packers receivers are, it goes uh, Devontae Adams, Geronimo Allison, Randall Cobb, and then Marquez Valdez Scantling. Okay. So if Cobb is out, which I still predict he will be, um, Scantling will still see some of the targets there in Green Bay, but Allison is definitely going to be the number two read for um, Aaron Rodgers. So I like Allison just a, a, not a little bit, but I like Allison a lot more than, than Valdez. So feel confident in picking up Allison right now. And then let's talk Mohamed Sanu of the Atlanta Falcons. He's about 58 in ESPN and 43 in Yahoo right now. I know, I know, I know. Calvin Ridley, the the, the awesome touchdown re- catching receiver there in Atlanta. He's just flashing, you know. Um, Atlanta doesn't have a defense, and they are throwing the ball a ton. They have that offensive going. You still got Julio, who's a yards monster. Um, you got Calvin Ridley, who's the touchdown monster. But Sanu, he had a fine game. He's getting it done. Uh, you know, if you need a, a flex play this week because of the bye weeks. Oh, speaking of bye weeks, Detroit and New Orleans are on bye this week. So don't start any of your Detroit players or New Orleans players. But, um, yeah, Sanu. So if you need a, a flex receiver this week, he's not a bad pickup, you know, for the next week or two. Uh, he's getting it done there. And then let's talk to the Jets. We got Robbie Anderson of the New York Jets. He's about 50% owned. And then you also got his other counterpart, um, Quincy and Nunwa, who put up a big fat goose zero. That one hurt. Um, it's kind of weird. I I've been looking on the the waiver wire or not the waiver wire. I've been looking. I've been looking on the uh, the internet here. Can't find anything going on. Um, from what I could tell, watching that game. Um, and had like this brace on his hand. They said he hurt his hand right before the game. Then that's why he didn't get any ball. Like he didn't catch anything. He was just off. And it was nice to see Sam Darnold finally throw the ball deep. He's got an arm. It was cool to see that. And Anderson definitely made the best of it. So I still like, um, over Anderson, but Anderson had the nice deep play. Like I said, he's about 50% owned. So if you need somebody, you know, you can go for him. He's, He's all right. Um, but let's talk some other guys that are a little bit further down, maybe deeper leagues, or you just need somebody to play this week. All right, let's talk Kiki Kuti of the Houston Texans. Uh, he's about 35% owned in ESPN and Yahoo. He is definitely um, the middle guy, the dump-off receiver there because you got Will Fuller who goes deep. You got DeAndre Hopkins who's just a – beast and a stud and Watson doesn't have that like check down um well first off he doesn't have that check down running back but then he doesn't have that check down in the middle kind of a tight end receiver that he's that he needs well Kuti is doing that and it's nice to see that that he's getting some targets he's getting the opportunity and looking uh they're looking at him so you know it's not a bad bad pickup you know for a fourth or fifth receiver on your team um and this next one, it's it's frustrating. It's Antonio Callaway of the Cleveland Browns. And that's because Higgins is now going to be out. And if I'm going to be talking about Baker Mayfield in a little bit. But Cleveland, their matchup's coming up. They got at Tampa Bay, at Pittsburgh, 
Kansas City, and Atlanta. That's a lot of games that they're going to be throwing the ball. There's definitely opportunity that Callaway, if he's going to be on the field a lot because of just opportunity now with other receivers being hurt, uh, Callaway definitely has that opportunity to catch some deep balls with Baker. They have a nice little matchup, you know, next four-game schedule matchup. So, uh, you know, I mean, if you dropped him, I'm okay with it. But if you want to take a flyer and you need somebody maybe this week, okay, it's, it is it is against the Chargers, I know. But, you know, going forward, you might want to keep a keep an eye out for Callaway. He's, you know, he's got some opportunity there. And then these last two, let's talk Josh Reynolds of the Los Angeles Rams. If uh, Robert Woods is the only guy there, if Cooks and Cup are out and it's just Woods, Reynolds is not a bad play. He's about 1% owned in all in all leagues. Um you know, I wouldn't necessarily advise it, but, you know, if you need, like I said, if you need a spot start this week, flex play, you could pick him up. Just, you know, keep an eye on the uh, in and outs. And then the last guy, Chester Rogers of the Indianapolis Colts. With Doyle still look like he's out and with um, T.Y. Hilton look like he's going to miss a week or two. Rogers, not a bad play. You know, he's about 8% owned right now. He's uh He's going to get a lot of targets from Luck. You know, Luck did did look at look his way a lot, um, and he you know he just had a lot of drops. So, you know, Indy's going to be throwing the ball. They're going to be playing from behind a lot. So you can you can couldn't go you know you couldn't do worse with Rodgers right now. I guess um, let's talk some streaming quarterbacks. Well, let's let's do streaming defenses first. All right, sorry. Uh, here's a couple defenses I like this week. You got Dallas. They're at home against the. Uh, the Jacksonville and Blake Bortles, who, you know, seems to make some mistakes. The Cowboys have looked good so far defensively this year. It's not a bad play. Um, I, you know, would try to go for Green Bay or something like that. They're, they seem to be owned, um, they seem to be uh, available quite a bit. They're at home against a banged-up 49ers team on Monday night. Uh, you know, Green Bay's doing okay. I could see a couple turnovers. You know, you got to a backup quarterback, a third string running back and, you know, it's it's San Francisco. They didn't look all that fantastic this week. So, not not a bad play there. And then the last one I am going to say Miami, the Dolphins. Yes, they are getting it done. They shut down Cincinnati last week and they have Chicago this week. And I don't see Trubisky going out and throwing another five touchdowns. Um so Miami's got a got a nice defense right now. Should be a lower scoring game. So those are not bad streams for defenses this week if you need it. Um, let's talk some quarterbacks real quick. I got three guys. You know, one that I'm sure everybody's aware of, Jameis Winston, Tampa Bay Bucks. He's got the Atlanta Falcons who've given up the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks right now. Pick him up, play him, no questions asked. You'll like that. He's going to throw a lot of yards. He'll have 300-plus yards. We're hoping he gets two-plus touchdowns. You're gonna like that matchup. Cameron Brate's also a nice pickup and play too. So if you get, if you actually get that nice stack, you know, a little daily fantasy right there. If you get the Winston Brate stack this week, that you could uh, you could be sitting pretty there. Uh, next, we're gonna talk Baker Mayfield. Kind of ended it a little bit when we were talking Callaway. Uh, Baker for the Cleveland Browns. Right now, he plays the Chargers this week. Their you know their secondary was okay. Derek Carr looked all right. Um, you know, so this week, you know, maybe this week, but it's the schedule coming up. We're talking at Tampa Bay, who doesn't stop anybody, at Pittsburgh, who scores a lot of points. They're going to need to score points back. 
Kansas City at home in, in Cleveland. They score a lot of points. They're going to have to keep up with them. And then Atlanta, who can't stop anybody as well. So Baker's got a nice four games there. So he could be in a lot of people's uh, lineups coming forward. So it'll be interesting. Hopefully him and Callaway can figure something out and get things going. And then this one kind of hurts because he, he really kind of pooped his pants last week. This, this is Andy Dalton of the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I know he had a down game. Kind of hurt me. You know, only put up, what, nine or ten points. Nothing, nothing fantastic. But he's got a nice matchup against the Steelers. He's at home. And he's still got, um, you know, he's got the Steelers this week. Then he's still got Kansas City at Kansas City, Tampa Bay, then his bye, and then he's got New Orleans. So he still also has a nice schedule going forward. Definitely the next three weeks, you know, this week and the next two. Can't go wrong with Andy Dalton. It should be okay for you. He'll be a lot better this week. So that's going to wrap up the show today. I want to say thank you for listening. Also, please visit the site, fantasyknockout.com. We have the rankings, ask a question, and then also support the show uh, by signing up at Patreon. That's patreon.com slash fantasyknockout. Every little bit helps this show. We appreciate that. Follow the show on Twitter at fantasyknockout and on Instagram at fantasy underscore knockout. All right. Till next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.